Welcome to the Art from the Streets podcast. Art from the Streets is a nonprofit organization based in Austin, Texas, that provides those experiencing homelessness a sense of achievement, social connections, and income generated through the pursuit of their art. Enjoy these intimate and inspiring conversations with the artists that make up the incredible Art from the Streets community. Before we jump into it, I wanted to quickly introduce myself since you will be hearing me as the host of these episodes. My name is Claire and I've been a volunteer at Art from the Streets for about a year and a half now and I can't wait for you to hear these conversations. Let's get started. Hello, Sunithia. Hi, Claire. How is it going? Good. How are you? I'm great today. Just to start off, I'd love to hear about where you're from and how you got to Austin. Okay, I'm from a small town called Bigsburg. It's in Mississippi. And I came here, I left Bigsburg, Mississippi and moved to New Orleans to start a better life for me and my children. And somehow, her Katrina panel came along. And I survived a five-day after Katrina in New Orleans, and I was looking for a place for shelter from New Orleans, and a lady called me from this agency and told me if I come come to Austin, that they could help me with living, you know. So I moved to Austin from, from Katrina. How long ago was that? This was in 2005. And you've been in Austin since then? Yes. Can you tell me a little bit more about your background in Mississippi? I know you've told me how you still have a state record in track and field there. I'd love to hear more about just your life in Mississippi and your track days. Well, my life in Mississippi, I grew up sort of like, uh, it wasn't a farm, but my grandfather, he had like a lot, a lot of hogs and pigs, like three or 400 of those. So it was like a hog farm. And my grandmother, she had like a fruit orchard in her yard. So we, as children, we would like pick the fruits or go down the street to the next neighbor and we exchanged, everybody exchanged what they had. So the women down the street, they would make plum jelly. The women in the back, they would make turkey meat and we had bacon and all the other stuff. So we would just trade out our, you know, food. And I ran track, it was in uh, 1983. In 84, that I broke three state records, and there was in long jump, the 220 and the 440, and um, 880 and 440. Yeah, so my record for long jump was 19 feet, which was like a deer. That's yeah. really impressive, and it's still up there today? It's still up there today. Wow. The long jump got beat by uh, one of my friend girls that was in the same neighborhood as me. Her name was Erica Butler. I don't know if anybody has beat you since Erica, the long jump. But the other two were still there in the stadium, Warren Central High School, Bigsburg, Mississippi. That's awesome, though. What was that journey like when you decided officially, I will go to Austin, after you heard that they could provide housing for you? Coming from New Orleans to Austin, do you remember like what your mindset was? Well, actually, it wasn't really August that I came here. August was when the hurricane happened. It happened like August the 28th. During September, I was trying to find my way here because I had rescued a gentleman from Hurricane Katrina because his family or nor his health care uh, facility was trying to see if he could get out of, that, out of that hurricane alive. So I rescued a gentleman and I took him to Mississippi. And from there, we was trying to find shelter for him because we couldn't find, you know, he was in a wheelchair and he was disabled with brain injury. My family helped him out and a place called Volunteers of America reached out to me and told me that if I could bring him to Austin, Texas, 
that could help him right, help him with housing. So I moved out here with him because I was already in New Orleans. I was about to be his caregiver while I was waiting on my real estate classes to start. And I um, helped him to get all the neurology doctors or whatever he needed to get in place. So for five years, I stayed there with him. So he got situated, then I moved on on my own here in Austin. Okay. When did you discover Art from the Streets? Well, I discovered Art from the Streets. It was around 2014 or 2015, something like that, because I used to be a worker for the city of Austin at the convention center. And they would come in with and have their art shows, like the annual show they're having this year. They would have it at the convention center. And I would walk through, and I would say, hmm, I wonder what I can do to be a part of that. And the guy said, well, you have to be homeless to be a part of this. I said, well, oh, well, I guess I won't be a part of that. And here it is, like, uh, what, four years later, four or five years later, I ran into a homelessness. Uh, I had got injured, and I couldn't walk for, like, two years. And I, when I got my strength to walk, the first thing I did, I went to see 50 Cent. He was at Specs, and I wanted to meet him, so I went to see 50 Cent at Specs, and I knew then I was, if I could make it there, I could probably make it back to a job. So I was ready then and determined to go back to work. In March of 2020, I went back to work, and the whole country shut down. I only worked three days, and I tried to get, like, unemployment and all that, and they told me I couldn't because I didn't have enough quarters. And it was already two years I didn't I didn't work because I had to learn to walk again. And uh, I had it got to the point where they told me that if I I wasn't an essential worker, and my landlord would tell me that well you know you can't live here for free. I said I don't want to live here for free, but I'm not an essential worker. And the governor has put in place that you can't evict people. He said yeah, but they didn't put put in place that you can, we have to renew your lease. So they refused to renew my lease. And me and my two dogs, which was my comfort and my support, my more, more support, they put us out in the street, put my, you know, just put it, put us out in the street. So I wound up giving up my dogs, which just tore my life apart, really. And um, I started sleeping in my car because I didn't have funding and I wasn't getting assistance that other people were having. And when they came up with this Texas Relief saying that if I apply for tested relief, they could pay the back pay portion of the rent so I could have my apartment, you know, and they would pay it up. They told me that they couldn't, know, they couldn't help me with it because I was already out of the apartment, which was a week later. So it just took a toll on my life when I became homeless. And up to the time of this year, from 2021 last year up until August of this year, I had really was ready to throw the towel in. I really was because I was suffering with anxiety, depression, had a lot, lot going on. And um, I was ready to throw the towel in. So I told my doc, I said, doc, you know what? I said, if somebody don't help me today, I'm gonna run across Highway 35 and it's gonna be the end of everything. And um, she, said, don't, she said, don't do that. She told me to go to this place. And I went there and I kept thinking about 50 Cent and this book that he wrote called Get Rich or Die Trying. And I'm like, do you really wanna do this or do you wanna really try? So I tried harder and harder, and I met this case manager named Mark. He said, he said, Sanitia, what do you, what do you like to do to, to help your stress? I said, maybe draw or, you know, something like that. He said, you ever heard of arts from the streets? I said, yeah, I heard of them. He said, would you like to be a part of it? I said, are you serious? And he told me yes. And so 
during this time, he was at this crisis center that I was at. And he told me, he said, hey, well, if I get you, a, if I can get you a taxi voucher there, every session, would you go? I said, you better believe I'll go. So I started coming to the art sessions and it's like, it just gave me peace of mind and freedom. And I was stress-free. It's like I felt light as a feather, you know? And um, I got a chance to meet the founder of Arts from the Street. And we shared a painting that I did and it had a poem to it. I can't just recite it off my head, but it, we, she, she looked at it and she started to crying. And she made me start crying. So we sat there and cried together over this thing. And we, I was telling her how I got to come here and how it, it kind of rescued me, you know? It gave me hope and a purpose. Wow, well, I will just say, I am so happy, beyond happy, you didn't throw the towel in. That <laughs> you decided to come here and share your art with the world. That's a beautiful story about you have to take the chance on yourself and you don't have anyone else who's going to do it for you. You have to be the one to tell yourself you are worth another try. Thanks to 50 Cent too. That's amazing. <laughs> He's my biggest idol, he really is. Can you describe what it was like when you met him? Well, when I met him, I didn't know he was as tall as he was, but when he got out of that I would call myself gonna be the first person to see him when he got out of it, when he got out of his little Escalade. So I was wearing his shirt, of course, and everybody thought that I was a part of his crew because I had on the Texas Takeover shirt. Whatever he put out, if I if I can afford to get it, I'm gonna get it. I got his jogging suits. I wish he still was selling shoes because I want those so bad. But I went outside. I said he ought to be showing up now, so I'm gonna be the first person to see him. So when he got out, I was the first person to see him get out of there because his truck was like right there and I was right here. And I don't know what the words came out of my mouth like, I can't say it on here, but ooh wee, I tell you, yeah. <laughs> and then after I got back in line, I called myself gonna film him when he was getting out and I did not even have record on. Uh, you understand that? <laughs> that was just terrible. So I got back in line and I waited for the bottle signing and I went and walked in and he, he spoke to me or whatever. And then we went, went to take the pictures. After the photos, I was, I wanted to tell him that I have something for him, but you know, I didn't know if I could bring it in. Somebody was telling me that I couldn't bring it in here or something. And he was telling me to talk to his friend, Mark, to get his email and, you know, so that to give them the information so I know where to send it at if they were gone. Cause I was suffering with anxiety. I didn't know if I could drive back and bring it back to them. So he gave me an email and this Mark guy never, ever, ever, ever responded. So I hope he hears this. But uh, believe it or not, whatever I had for him is still in the trunk of my car. Really? Yes, it is to this very day. Wow. And I say, when I see him, I'm gonna finally give it to him. And I also did a portrait of him and it looks just like him. And when I see him, I'm gonna give him that too. That portrait does look just like him. You I saw it. I have seen it and <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Is there a certain piece that you've created in your time of art from the streets? Obviously the 50 cent one probably has a lot of meaning to it. It does. Is there another piece that you've created that is really special to you? I like um, doing um, safari sunsets, uh, sceneries and landscape because you know, once I got here, and well, really before I got here, because I had did the 50 cent piece during the summer when I was just trying to keep my mind together. 
I started watching Bob Ross on, on YouTube, and watching him taught me a lot. So I learned a lot from Bob Ross. Mm -hmm. I love that. If you could give someone advice who is in a really a bad place thinking, I don't know if I can do this anymore, what would you tell them? You never know if you can do it if you don't try. And even if you try, sometimes you fall down, just get back up, don't throw the towel in. Because just like it seemed like it's about to be over, a breakthrough starts to come, starts to happen. It starts to unfold. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Sneethia. No problem. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to support the artist through donations or would like to purchase any artwork, please go to artfromthestreets.org. There you will also find any information on the upcoming shows in Austin.